person and welcome to Anthem of Life. I'm your host, Douglas Sarine. Today's episode was recorded on someone's front lawn. One of the greatest gifts I can receive on a Sunday is to stumble across a yard sale. It's an invitation to take a walk through someone else's life. We are each a dynamic and unique individual. And when you pull a bunch of your stuff out into the light of day, it offers me the opportunity to explore and celebrate your uniqueness and to chat it up with someone special like Billy. Enjoy. Billy, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to me. No, no problem. Thanks for coming by. So I picked up this guitar, and boy, you scooted right over here because you want Oh, yeah. Well, what you're holding there is a a Dane Electric guitar. Dane Electric, right. Now, it was famous, apparently, because it was one of the first guitars you can get from the Sears and Roebuck catalog. Thanks for, for letting me bend your ear because I'll tell you what, my wife, my kids, my neighbors, they're sick of hearing this story. Is that why you got to get rid of this guitar? Because it sounds like you've got a good story behind it. Truth be told, I got arthritis like you wouldn't believe. And it's also, it's got great uh, curb appeal. You see, the, you got your eye when you're looking at it. There are so many scars and scratches. Yeah, me and that old dame, we've been... Uh... We've seen some things. If, if that was an old uh, uh, what a steamer trunk uh, from the old days, it'd have uh, uh, tickets from and from uh, stickers from all over the world. Now, wait a minute. You What's traveled it? with this guitar? Were you a professional musician? Are you a professional musician? Uh, I, I, there was in, a, in another life. Yes, I was a professional guitar player. I was an axe man. And and so what's the deal with this guitar then? Yeah, you familiar with the uh, the rock and roll outfit, the Jay Giles Band? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well before they were the Jay Giles Band, they were the Jay Giles Band and Review. The big old uh, R and B. They do you know four hour sets, and they were up and down uh, the Eastern Seaboard. I I remember this because uh, there was a big show, mm-hmm. and at the end of the show, everybody that was in the show would do a human pyramid on stage. That's right. At the end. Oh, and, sure. It was a hell of a thing. Yeah. And yeah. Jay Giles would get at the top and then they'd hold him yeah, the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I Loved mean, they're a hell of a, hell of a band. Before they had a record contract, they were just local heroes at the time. So I, I got to go see them down at the local uh, music, uh, the Mill Hill Club, I believe it was. So then I'm like, well, I'm just going to head down there. I did with no plan and uh, not a lot of mine. I just assume I could kind of like, uh, you know, BS my way in. I kind of grease a fella, talk a little about something. I'm sure I could try my way in. Let me tell you what, the bouncers are not one for quippy replies. They are right. a tough group, aren't they? They are a, a stoic breed. They, it's, and this fellow there, he was chipped out of granite. Because I'll tell you right now, Billy, I'm charmed by you. We're having a conversation. I'm like, hey, this guy's pretty charming. So if you couldn't talk your way past those bouncers... Then... Uh, he had no time for me, nor was he pl- at all... Uh, you know what it is for me? It's the defensive posture. They always have their arms crossed in front of them, which, I, it's, you know, they say that's a very closed-off defensive posture. It is one of the few uh, professions I would see there where uh, being in a bad mood would actually help. Do you think they teach them that? Do you think they teach them, oh, you got a, like, uh, first day of bouncer schools that I like, hey, cross your arms. That's yeah, the number that, one. Yeah, like the first three hours is like, let's work on those frowns. 
<laughs> right. Let's you turn get... those smiles upside down. Yeah. They... Which would then be a frown. So you didn't get in the show. So I didn't get in. The... So there I was. I was stuck outside, you know, kicking rocks there, you know, downtrodden, looking at me. And then it starts pouring rain as worse, but where was it going to go? This is pre-Uber days. No cabs. A more enterprising young man probably would have found a way to sneak in, sneak in. But me, whatever. I sat on my duff. But let me tell you something. When I heard that band kick in, it was like I was there. You were there. You were just a little bit further I away. I was adjacent. From... Yeah. You were there adjacent. I was adjacently there. So I closed my eyes. I heard every song. I was in every song. I heard the, the crowd, the call and the response. In my mind, they put on the best show I've ever been to. Wow. Right. And so that changed me. And so I'm like, what am I doing mowing lawns for? I didn't really have much of a direction. I didn't, uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. But I'm like, well, I want to do what's in my head. I got to get myself one of them guitars. I got to find a way up there. Now, there's lots of instruments on a stage. Sure, there are. What was it about the guitar that made you say, oh, I, I got to play that thing? Well, with my landscaping, it, it felt like a rake. So it's like, well, if I can do this, uh, you know, I'm sure I can do this. Yeah. That's why they call them uh, lawn guitars. That's why I think uh, that's a term I've heard for rakes. Oh, I thought you meant <laughs> guitars. They call them, uh, you know, musical rakes. Uh, maybe, maybe it goes that way as well. I, and I had not heard anyone call a rake a lawn guitar. So you got this secondhand guitar. Well, finances being a, a bit of a, a sticky wicket for me uh -huh. at the time. But I knew about, you know, Sammy Net White's over there. And he, he got himself a consignment shop. And um, so I, I had a couple bucks. But also my sister was uh, getting ready to get ready to go to medical school. Uh, what I did is I took her medical books that she had just bought. And let me tell you, those textbooks. Very that, expensive. Very expensive. I'm not proud of this, mind you. Uh, and then I go, I go on and bring in there. And let me tell you, Sammy is the old man before the kid took over. I took a little bit of a, a little soft shoe to some of the uh, the importance of these books. You know, if you brought in something like, you know. Gold watch. He was even like, even in the in the realm of books, you give me something with like a handsome couple on the co on the cover or something for like, he was, I believe he said something the divorce ladies like to read. The you know, Bodice Ripper novel. The things Bodice that, Ripper. Yeah. And that's a song right there. There's a, there's a title oh, yeah. of the Who song. Who sings Bodice Ripper? Sounds like a Gene Simmons. Yeah, I think it was Gene Simmons on his first solo album. I believe so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. On that one. I'm a little concerned about your sister. Was she able to go to medical school or did the lack of books hold her back? Well, that's up for debate. Pers she that's... went through medical school, but then she sidetracked into podiatry. What? Isn't that a doctor, like a foot doctor? It's a foot doctor, but you don't go to medical school. You're not open. You're, you're, you're ankle down. But, you know, in my mind... Uh, maybe cosmically I was doing her a favor. That's the best case scenario. All right, little fast forward, get the guitar, start playing the guitar. Let me tell you this, came easy to me. Hey! Thought it was going to be real hard. Be like, nope, this goes there, you know, like, finger, finger, brrrm. Did you feel like you really found your thing? Like, oh my goodness, this is my thing. Was the one thing I could do, and I could do a good job of. And I loved doing it. It really is just, it, it is, uh, it's one thing that stops time. Oh, what do you mean by that? Stops time. Well, I'm not worried about where I want to go. I'm not I'm not uh, rushing to get anywhere. I'm not thinking about what I have to do. I'm just like, I'm just, just in that space, man. That guitar must be really powerful that kept you right there. Riding the wave. Out there on the wavelength. Wavelengths meaning like an analog is going up and down, up and down. Right, and then right. if you're going in between the up and down, you're just, you're sliding through. And time does cease to exist. When's the first time that happened for you? I mean, 
Was it the first time you stepped on stage? Or no, was it... no, no. Not to put too fine a point on it, but it was, it was, it was the, outside the Jake Giles show. When I would get on stage, I would go back to that first place when I first heard that, that guitar, and I would be transported. What you're describing in terms of like the way that you connect with the guitar, it seems like you never would let this guitar go for, for any reason. You know, when you get into the world of rock and roll, I joined this band, got ourselves a great singer. Uh, you know, we got a tight rhythm section, start booking some gigs, start playing bigger and bigger shows. We go from opening act to headliner. We go from van to a bus to like a motor coach. And then we're even in some planes. We're doing great. We're selling big old shows. Uh, you know, we, I don't know if you ever remember the Dinah Shore show. We did that. Wow. For sure, yeah. You know, and then demons of, of the world of music and creativity and rock and roll, they, they rear their ugly head no matter who you are. So what took you out of the game? What well, the band out? wanted to go in a different direction with more uh, synthesizers, mm-hmm. taking out the guitar solo. Mm. At one point, we added two keyboard players. Went from, from like the, the Moog and Hammond B3s to uh, all those synthesizers. We had uh, an 18-minute uh, synthesizer off between the two guys uh, who had decided to change their names. One guy changed his name to just the symbol of pie. You know, mm-hmm. the, the thing oh, with yeah, the, yeah. looks like a little... Four, like, sure, little uh, yeah. And then the other fella, he didn't have a name, so he would just bring a mister. And so when he uh, introduced yourself, he would just go, and that was him. Oh, yeah. Now, I remember that band. Yeah, the Green Sand, right? Was that, was that you were in Green Sand? I was, I was, yes. Before we changed our name to Green Sand, we were called Vortex. Oh, oh I think I've heard of Vortex. Sure. I think I've, yeah, I think I've know, heard of Vortex. Not a great name, but something that, you know, at the time. We I don't think Green Sand It's a very good name no, for Neither a band. did I. And so that was I. after you left, or that what caused you to well, leave? Well, I was still in Green Sand because, you know, I, I didn't have another gig, and, you know, when Vortex uh, morphed into Green Sand, they added a, another drummer. So we had two drummers. We had two keyboardists. And then we brought on a professional monologist. At one point during the uh, – it was the, the probably about 19, 20 minutes into the, the keyboard off. And then the guy was uh, – he had just started reciting the Magna Carta, which oh, is a yeah, British uh, with that. Yeah. Do- document from 11-something and something. Right. So that was, uh, that was the show. I, I just took the guitar off, and I, and I hung it onto my mic stand, and I walked off. Uh, and they didn't notice for uh, two days. Yet the guy who sent me the guitar back was the, the guy who was uh, running the, the show there at the um, music hall. Just, mm-hmm. uh, he... So this was that guitar that you— that's, Yeah, that's right. So you never played another guitar on stage? I played some other ones, but, like, uh, you know, you never forget your first love. And now you're selling it for thirty eight fifty OBO. I got to ask you about a couple of these sure. interesting markings. Oh, please do. Please. Well, on, the, on the back, it, Sharpie or something like something like that. There's, there's a very artistic version of the of the name Rebecca. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah on right. there. Is that your, is that your wife, uh, no, Rebecca? that is not my wife. That, okay. Also, one of the many reasons is why that, that, that thing can be put up on the, uh, on the chopping block there. There was a person in Rebecca? Because, you know, sometimes people name a guitar or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, Rebecca's, uh, she's young. this is before I met my wife. So at least let, let, let's get the cat out of the bag there. No, was she in the band or was she? No, uh... she saw us uh, She saw us in uh, Philly. I was in my thing and I looked over and I saw, I'll tell you what, man. 
just like a lightning bolt, just a just one, just what a knockout, I'll tell you. Jet black hair, like a like a like a crow, which is a terrible way to describe a woman's hair. She had these uh, crystal blue eyes, right, and just like lasers popping at me, just just the coolest. And so we talked after the show, and she was she was into Eastern. Uh, kind of meditative, mm. uh, you know, kind of m- um, mystical, what I would just at the time call cool shit. And next thing I knew, it was like, well, shit, here she is. She's uh, she's on the bus with us, too. And so that when we struck up our relationship, you know, it was uh, it was wild. It was great. Uh, she was her own force of, uh, you know, artistic expression. Did she draw this on the guitar? Because the calligraphy is remarkable. Yes. Everything there that doesn't look like it was written by like a nine-year-old boy. uh, Yeah, that's Rebecca's work. Now, was it just a whirlwind romance that uh, had an expiration date? We were playing Tempe, Arizona Mm -hmm. and uh, she's like, all right, I gotta go. Just like that? Mm Mm-hmm. Just like that. Did it break your heart? I mean, yeah, it stung. And last I heard, uh, she's an executive at Google now. Chief executive of new ideas. Now, I don't know if that's her exact title or not, but uh, yeah, went off and you know what? God bless her. But you got to be honest with me. Why are you getting rid of this guitar? I mean, I, I'm trying to. Currently, get... I, I, uh, I'm the, uh, the the manager over the the Trader Joe's there on on Stockton and Lagrange, and I'll tell you, two three times a day, I'll hear our, you know the song, Strawberry Handshake. Oh, I do know Strawberry. That was Vortex? That was Vortex. Oh. Now, it recently got popular again from one of them Netflix shows, put it in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to do the schedule. I'm trying to get my, yeah, I got to get my baggers to cashiers right. You know, I got to, you know, get the seasons change, and, you know, and then the, you know, when the Fearless Flyer comes out, I don't know what's going to be steaming off the shelves. And as I'm trying to focus and concentrate, Strawberry Handshake comes Strawberry on. Strawberry Handshake comes and, on. And, uh. As I'm trying to do that, and I'm getting like uh, you know the 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 rush of nostalgia, uh, it it became a little too much. So I'm like, you know what, I can't live in the past. I got to get that damn schedule done because there's this other kid there, uh, Greg Gonski, and he's just like he he needs more time off than and, and you can't ask, you can't ask. He just needs the time off. And he says it's his foot, and then it's his molar, and then it's something like the kid's got more excuses. So anyway. I'm dealing with this stuff. I'm dealing with that stuff. I'm dealing with like, oh, why don't you have the pumpkin seed pie crust anymore? I'm like, I don't know. I, do I look like the pumpkin man? Hey, Billy, I wanted to ask you something I've never understood is rocking. Is it like cool or is it something else? Look, man, when you got to rock and you need to be rocking, what it means is you don't want to be punching a clock. You don't want to answer to anybody. You don't want to have a time you got to get up because you don't want to go to bed. And it just means you got to move that energy in your body to get it out, to give that energy to the crowd, to get that energy back. That's what rocking is. You can't rock by yourself. Is that the idea? You you need somebody else with you in order to rock? You need to, uh, you know to raise the levels and the frequency if you're going to rock. And, like, to do it, you, you know, a solo artist is just a, it's just a folk fella. Yeah. Uh, okay, th- thanks. I was just trying to get a beat on what rocking is. And and once you start, you just can't stop. But it seemed like you did stop rocking. It's kind of like how matter can neither be created nor destroyed. Uh-huh. Rocking can never truly stop if it's in there. It's in there somewhere. And wow. then you gotta you got to find a way to keep doing it. 
So you still got some rocking inside of you. That, you said it by like, your own words. Like I said, the book ain't closed. It's just chapters are changing. Well, I'd love to catch a little bit it's of that. It's real easy to play. Guitars, don't let anyone tell you it's hard to do. It's real simple. All right. It does, it's, but 48 hours, if you're not proficient, then go see a doctor. Then something might be wrong with your, your hands or your head. Or, or my feet. Maybe I'll go see a podiatrist. I got a number for you. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. Billy, I'm going to buy this guitar right now, and I'm going to put this in my storage, and I'm going to call you every six months and say, Billy, do you want Rebecca back? Oh, well, hell, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty nice of you. You sound like a person who loves to rock, who rocked for so many years, and every six months, I'm going to call. I'm going to say, Billy, do you want Rebecca back? Well, all right. And are, are we doing thirty-eight fifty, or do you want to uh, do an OBO type type thing? Thirty-nine. Do you do Venmo or what's that? You know what? I I, I think I've uh, I do have thirty-nine even. Right? Okay. All right. Right here. All right. I got some other stuff too. You know, it's starting to drizzle here a little bit. So uh, oh, yeah, I, look at that. Yeah. Does that uh, rain remind you of something? You look like you're. Well, I, I, we got a few umbrellas for sale. I wonder if they're going to move now. Well, Billy, it's been nothing uh, but a pleasure uh, talking with you. My hope is that you find your way back to this guitar and to that moment out front of that Jay Giles Band concert that first made you fall in love with rockin'. All right. Hell, I did not expect this from putting up a yard sale sign. Well, thank you. And uh, go take a look at some of the We got some Hummels over there. Not all of them are cracked. Yeah, I can always use a Hummel or two. Creepy little things, if you ask me. Hey, nice job, Andy. Thanks for listening to this episode of Anthem of Life. Our show is completely improvised and produced by me, Douglas Serine, along with Mary Pat Farrell and Sarah Atwood Serine. Our theme song was produced by the soup's talented Ben Wise. You can find out all about his music at benwise.bandcamp.com. Additional music provided by Icarus. A special note of gratitude to Mike Cohen for having some fun with us as the jukebox hero. Mike is an actor living in L.A. He was a performer at iOS for over 20 years, performing in such shows as Trophy Wife and The Armando Show. You've seen Mike on TV and in a bunch of commercials, unless you skip past him. Either way, it counts. He was in those commercials. Go find Mike on Twitter, at MikeCohen1, and Instagram, at HearMike. Inspiration for this episode came from the song Jukebox Hero by Foreigner. It was inspired by a real fan, and you can find out more about that ditty in this episode's liner notes, where you can also find a link to our eclectic Anthem of Life playlist on Spotify. Please take a moment to rate and write a review for our show on Apple Podcast. It helps to amplify the anthem, and we'd sure appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at Anthem of Life Podcast. Give us a follow and let us know what you love about our jukebox hero. Until next time, we wish you a life worth singing about. Anthem of life.